passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. For all NBA NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up, y'all? It's Matt and Justin. Golden Spaces, Odyssey original podcast. We're back. I hope you've enjoyed all the recent episodes we've been putting out. We're putting in this work, Justin, me and you, aren't we? Yeah, pumping them out. Y'all better be listening, downloading, subscribing, giving five-star reviews and ratings. I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, we are coming off of Warriors win. A win, a win. Another at-home win. Is this their 10th home win? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so they're coming off a win versus uh, the, the Houston Rockets. I don't want to dismiss them because they did just beat the Suns the other night, which actually made me happy. Shout out to, to the Rockets for doing good work for that. But um, still, nonetheless, it was the Rockets. So this is a game we expected to win, right? So they should win. And um, they had a game. Um, this was a back-to-back. So they had a game right before that. They played Chicago. Also, when both games, even though sometimes it got a little close, the Warriors pretty much had the games in hand, right? So, I don't know. Do you want to start with Houston first, since this is the game we're recording right after, and then we can also talk a little bit about Chicago, or we could talk about both games together. I'm not sure that there was that much in either game. There's some things we can talk about, but why don't we get into the games, what you saw, what you thought. Streets telling me you've been talking about my boy Wiggins, so we might have to address that too. So, um, yeah, I mean, the Warriors won, so they're making us look good because we predicted that they're going to win the next five. So we're off to a good start since the last time we recorded. Yeah, yeah. They, you know, took care of business. Both the the Chicago game and the Houston game were kind of similar, like thinking about how they got out to leads early. Um. And then they just kind of let the foot off the gas a little bit. Other team goes on a run and, you know, you know how that goes. But they ultimately took care of business at the very end. Um, Andrew had an amazing night tonight. Should have had uh, nine threes. Should have had nine threes. Well, yeah, his foot was, you know, he had the KD thing, toe on the line. If his shoe <laughs> yeah. size was, was two sizes smaller, he would have got three. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy that they had this level of shooting on the team. I think they were, they were leaning a little bit into the three for sure. I think in the fourth quarter, they might've take, they took a handful of twos period in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah. It was a minute threes. before they took some, some twos because yeah. 
I think Looney took like the first two. It was like a midi, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I want to. I mean, like Steph took seventeen threes. <laughs> Jordan Poole took eight. Wiggins took ten. Um, and I mean, in combined, they made what is that? Twenty one. That's that's ridiculous. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like on nights like this, like Steph probably knows, like these are not defenses that can stop him or do anything. So. Yeah, and it's it's a back to back second night of a back to back against this team that's full of young guys that's all juiced up. They got to win. Um, they beat the Suns last night. Yeah. Yeah. So they juiced up. They're hyped up. They're ready. You know, and their team that just comes at you. They just keep coming in waves. They just come in. Their bench unit is full of young guys as well. So it was, I think the Warriors knew it was going to be one of those games where the other team's just super high energy. Um, so I don't. I just think they just didn't have the the thought to just consistently attack the rim and right. the Rockets switch a lot and they got quick guys and stuff like that. So they were just like, look, they're giving us the three. We're going to take it. If they fall, we're probably going to win. If they don't, then <laughs> we're in trouble. But luckily they fell. Using the Rockets philosophy against them. <laughs> right, right. The old Rockets too. So Jimmy, do, do you, Jimmy Rockets. <laughs> do you think this is real with Andrew Wiggins, this three? Like, is he I mean, look, they're they're gonna always, I think, opposing teams, I would imagine, are still in terms of like if it's Andrew Clay and and um Steph, the order of deference they're still gonna probably give is Steph Clay Andrew. But do you think this three is legitimate from Andrew that, like, you know, this is going to – like, if he's shooting like this. <laughs> right. They're, they're going to be impossible to stop once – we're just waiting on a game where, like, all four of their scores are on a heater. Um, I think that's coming. But I don't think they'll be playing many minutes that game because they'll just be blowing the other team out. But I do think the, the Andrew shot is real. I think um, – the, especially the spot up, the catch and shoot, you know, the step backs and all that type of stuff. That was kind of heat check stuff. He really had it going tonight. So he was, you know, putting up some shots that he normally probably wouldn't even attempt. But uh, overall, I think his three is real. I mean, last year he shot over or close to 40%. Um, in the playoffs, it kind of went down because his defensive uh, responsibilities went up. And that's just, you know, everybody's two point percentage goes down in the playoffs because they're just exerting more energy in other areas of the game. But overall, I think, his shot form is just very solid. It looks clean. Um, it doesn't That's have a hitch or anything. Ask. Like, have you yeah. seen any change in the way he's shooting his shot that, like, I don't know. I, I have it no just, idea. It just looks more comfortable, like smooth. Like, he's not thinking about it. When he catches, he goes, he rides it straight up and shoots it. Um, That's usually a telltale sign about, like, whether or not a guy is actually a good shooter, just how – how quick they get into their shot, how smooth it looks. Does it look forced? Does it look like they're thinking about it? With Andrew, it doesn't look like either of those things. Um, it just comes off his fingers nice and nice and easy, and he's just drilling them. You know, he has a high release point. He jumps high. Um, so, yeah, he's just knocking them straight in. Yeah, that makes me happy because you the tweet I'm referencing where I said you well you talking about him. It wasn't just this tweet tonight. I don't think you were really talking about him, but it was something to do with gambling. And you know, I don't understand the gambling stuff. So someone said you made some like I don't know analogy or you compared him to something. I really didn't know what it meant because I don't understand the gambling talk. And I was like, what did Justin say? Let me find out. So I don't even remember. So I can't really get about it. 
I don't think it was. I don't know what you were saying, to be honest. So I'll try to find it while we're talking, maybe when we take a break. But um, tonight you were just like his defense isn't like really all NBA defense where you thought it would be just because of like um, the way he was talking and saying that he wanted to be. Now, I'm curious, though, do you think some of that is about because he sort of had to like pick up more of an offensive load for us. It's not just like, oh, Andrew's doing this well. Like, Clay was struggling for part of the season. Like, mm-hmm. we needed him to do that. So do you think some of it's like he has to do more on the offensive end? Or do you think like he's – because I feel like I'm sure he didn't give up that goal. So what do you what do you think is going on? Um, Just to clarify, I mean, I think he's been very close to that. I just don't think that he's separated himself from other guys in the league to get that nod. Um, but yeah, the offensive load, I think just overall the team needing a little bit more from their starters than I think they anticipated is just kind of getting everybody a little bit more exerted. But as far as like all defense, um, I'm picturing his screen navigation being a little bit better. Um, you know, crashing the defensive glass a little bit more, just things like little things, you know, he's super close. Like I said, he's, he's been great on defense all season. I'm just saying, like, all defense just looks a certain way. I don't think he's quite been that. Um, I think Draymond is around there. Like, I don't even think Draymond has looked his best defensively this season. Um, but, yeah, it's just something that I noticed, you know. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Okay. Well, I do want him to make an all-defensive team, but there's still some time to turn that around. But he certainly looked like an all-star, and we got to get him on the team, oh, right? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, he had, what, 37 tonight? 36. Yeah, 36. it would have been 37 if they counted that three. 36 on 19 shots. It would have been 39 is. if he made them damn free throws. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yep. Um, led the team plus 34. So definitely making a, a compelling all-star case. And yeah, he's been like this all season. I mean, offensively, he's been great defensively, but offensively he's been kind of off the chart for most of the season. Um, and yeah, he's he's one of those players that if you need him to score more, he can kind of score more. If you need him to take a back seat because Clay's got it going and Jordan's got it going, he's willing to do that as well. So ultimate warrior, ultimate team player. Okay. And um, what about Jordan Poole? Do we have Jordan Poole back? Like, is Poole back back fully? I think he got to put a few more games together. Also, yeah, so we got to make sure that ankle is okay. But 
he looks he looked comfortable out there. I think the whole thing about Jordan is like how comfortable is he when he's out there? You know, um, does he have another facilitator next to him? Does he have someone else that can take some defensive attention away from him so he could just focus on scoring? Um, is he locked in defensively where he's, you know, just not being a traffic cone out there so he can get out and run and transition and do what he does because he's super dangerous in transition, as we've seen. He got a nice dunk uh, against Shingun. He hit some threes. So I think he's getting there for sure. As If he's consistent like this, this is two great games in a row. Um, if he can do this for a few more games in a row, then I think we can say, yeah, he's he's back. You know, he just yeah. looks good. A wise woman tweeted the other night that, like, she has to see a few more games from Jordan Poole to definitively say he's back. You know, that wise woman was me. So, (laughs) (laughs) So I am in agreement with you, Justin. Um, You brought up his ankle, and I was going to go there. Do you think – because his tweaks seem to be worse than Steph's. They both tweaked their ankles tonight, but Jordan was, like, limping around out there. Yeah. More so than I saw Steph doing. Right. I think Steph be having like extra stuff on his ankles too. Like padding and like braces and stuff, whatever. Uh and Jordan, I think he just probably just gets his ankles taped and then goes out there and plays. So Right. Probably got a little bit more of the impact on his ankle, but um I'm not worried about it. I think what they got two days off. No, they, they only got next. Oh wait, wait, no, they got one no, because they play Monday. Right, right, right. So they okay, they got one one day off. Yeah, Maybe they don't play. have two nights off until after the, and then they got to fly to Utah to the altitude. So they have after the Utah game, which is Wednesday, next Wednesday, they have Thursday and Friday off before Boston. I kind of feel like, you know, Kerr may want to just get Jordan some rest in one of these two games, you know, especially if Clay is going to be playing. Maybe mm-hmm. throw Moody in. He played well tonight. Like, I think you can manage a game or two without Jordan. You know, so he can be ready later for that that Boston game. Yeah, if Indy and Utah. So. I just don't. I don't think he's needed for both of those. Like, if it's lingering. I mean, I know they like to play it safe anyway, so they probably would. But I just feel like because it's gonna feel worse tomorrow. The ankle, right? It's gonna feel worse. Yeah, probably. Um, but he's young though, so maybe it, he doesn't feel anything tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll see. I think if it is lingering, like you said, if it's lingering, just sit him. Because you won't necessarily like need him to beat a team like Indiana, even though they've been playing well. You don't need him to beat Utah, um, but Boston, you would definitely need him. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. And just just general in general, his health. You want him to be as healthy as possible. So if you got to sit him, then sit him. And uh, and there are no back to back, so Clay should be able to play both of those games. Right, and I think they said something earlier about like Clay eventually is going to start playing back to backs um, at some point this season. So yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, Moody, Moody. I think he earned some minutes, even though he did. Well, he was minus sixteen. I think that was just a lot of noise in that in his minutes. That just right. it wasn't really his fault that they were minus sixteen. Right. Um, even though he did make a few mistakes out there, but you got to live with those. I think. Um, but yeah, I think he had what minutes. five fouls. Like please, that's, that's like I don't want to hear about Moody's goddamn mistakes because Kerr's like, oh, you know, he fouls a lot. <laughs> Okay, let me. I was about to cur, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was about to be like ninja, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like my wigger, like like go on. <laughs> it's yeah. like you 
gotta be kidding me. Like Moody fouls a lot. What you think that dude Lamb is doing out there that you keep yeah. putting out there? Right. Um, they're, I think they're just they're more comfortable with Lamb because he's a little stronger, sturdier body. So you feel more comfortable with him switching on the bigs in those situations than you do with Moody. And he has up to this point shown that he can do the handoff stuff and all of that. But it's like, just like we're seeing with Joe, Jonathan Kaminga, if you give him enough reps and make sure that you coach the the areas that he needs to be focusing on, I think over the course of three to four to five games, he's going to start to pick that stuff up. And that's right. going to pay more, way more dividends in the long in the long run than with Lamb. Because one, you only get a certain amount of games with Lamb. And it's obvious that Lamb is not going to help you really in a playoff setting or anything beyond regular a few regular season wins. So you need to invest in Moody a little bit more. Um, just try it out. Give him a few more minutes. And like you said, he's not making any more mistakes or fouls than, than Lamb is doing. Lamb had five fouls in like five minutes or something like that. Um, and Moody's way more dynamic offensively. He's, what, three or three for three or four for four from three today? Right. Um, can do more off the bounce. He just got to get more reps so he can understand the things that he needs to stop doing and avoid doing. Uh, so that's just been my take on Moody from the beginning, but we'll see. Okay. Um, why don't we break here? We got some more things to talk about, um, but I think this is a nice time to take a break. So you're tuned in. You're tuned in to Golden Spaces and Odyssey Original Podcast with Justin and Nat. We'll be right back. 